your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jay Foster. Today we are going to be talking about some more Central Division opponents uh, and the exciting news that Oliver Bjorkstrand has signed a contract extension. Uh, so let's let's jump straight into it with that. Uh, he signed about three hours ago, I believe, uh, at the time of recording, which is great because I was going to record earlier in the day and then didn't. Uh, so this might be the first contract signing that's happened when I have not actively been recording a podcast, uh, which is always, always fun. Um, 5.2 AAV for five years, I believe is the numbers. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, it's, it's money that we could, we had spare, uh, and, you know, after a, a down year and an injured year, I think... He's going to have a real bounce back, uh, which is, you know, exciting for me personally. It should be exciting for all Blue Jackets fans. Um, Micah uh, Blake McCurdy, who is on Twitter at uh, Ineffective Math, is a really great follow. Uh, you should be following him. He has pulled up some stats uh, for Oliver Bjorkstrand. Uh, and basically, he is excellent offensively. Uh, he's decent defensively. Uh, he's got a really good shot. Um, a lot of the comments I've seen as well have been that his power play stats are a little bit underwhelming. Uh, but let's be honest, everyone on the Blue Jackets power play stats are underwhelming. So I feel like he can't be blamed for the fact that the power play is actively haunted by the ghosts of the past. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe he will be what turns it around. Uh, he scored a couple of power play goals in the series against... Uh, the bolts, I believe, one of whom, one of whom was very exciting, um, and yeah, maybe maybe what this power play has needed for a while is someone who can shoot the puck like he does. Uh, I don't know that we've had as good a shooter on the power play since we lost Artemi Panarin about a season ago, uh, and I think that's that's been part of it. Is that for whatever reason. Our power play guys are just not shooting the puck like they should. Uh, I believe J- uh, Zach Wierenski probably led the team in power play goals. Uh, but I believe we only had 12 all season. Which is abysmal, frankly. Um, so so that's an upside. Um, I was going to rant today about the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade request. Uh, but I've decided that that can be saved for another day, and we're just going to be happy about Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, who, frankly, I think is going to be a permanent top six member of the team this season. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they pair him with uh, Dubois to start off with. Um, the Texier-Dubois-Bjorkstrand line I really liked, and I think that's what they're going with in in training camp to begin with. Uh, and then it's uh, Bemstrom uh, with Domi and 
Cam Atkinson on the second line. You know, that's that's a pretty solid a pretty solid top six. Uh, and then that frees up, you know, we've talked about it a little bit before, that frees up guys like Nick Foligno, Bujeda. They can go back to the wing. Obviously, we've got Miko Koivu centering that third line. Uh, and that's going to give some of our younger players, uh, Liam Foodie, Eric Robinson, etc., uh, a chance to kind of have some sheltered minutes, have some a player with defensive responsibility down the middle. Uh, and things things are looking things are looking pretty good uh, in terms of actual on ice play. Um, in terms of Oliver Bjorkstrand specifically, I would like to see him score thirty goals this season. Uh, I think he can do it. He scored twenty in forty something last season. Uh, interestingly, uh, our sponsor Bet Online, who we'll talk about a little bit in a minute. Uh, has him at a 40 to 1 chance of winning the Rocket Richard, which would just be fantastic. Um, I don't think he will win it, but I was, you know, idly scrolling to see what the numbers were on uh, Seth Jones for the Norris and came across the fact that they had him in the, the quote unquote, I guess, shortlist for most likely Rocket Richard. Winners. It's probably going to go to Matthews or Ovechkin, but you know it's nice. It's nice to be considered uh, as the as the the story goes. Um, so yeah, thirty goals, sixty points. Maybe he's always been more of a shooter than a than a pass first kind of guy. So I would expect slightly less assists than goals. Uh, but he can shoot it like basically no one else on the team, uh, and I'm excited to see what a fully healthy, fully top six Oliver Bjorkstrand can do for this team. Uh, Especially, you know, if Texier finds his feet. Uh, Dubois a pretty good passer. Um, Obviously, we know that the defensemen like to chip in. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he leads the team in scoring this season. Uh, and I'm excited to see kind of what his what his ceiling is for a full 82 game season. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, now, in just a minute, we are going to talk about a couple more Central Division opponents uh, for the upcoming shortened season. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online, our new sponsor. Uh, College football is heading into bowl season. Uh, the NFL regular season is finishing up. They're coming. They've got some playoffs coming. Uh, the NBA is back. The NHL is going to be back soon. And you know, if you'd like to make a little bit of money, there's only one place that has you covered, and there's one place that we trust, and that is BetOnline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag, use that promo code LockedOn, all one word, for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Uh, maybe you know. Put ten bucks on Oliver Bjorkstrand winning the Rocket Richard. Uh, stranger things, stranger things have happened. Uh, I still wonder what you know. I was so close to putting a joke bet on the Blue Jackets sweeping the the Lightning two years ago. I didn't end up doing it, and then they ended up doing it. So you know, maybe maybe this will be the bet that. Maybe this will be the weird bet this season that that comes through. So you know, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Uh, once again, that is promo code locked on, all one word, to receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. 
Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins for all of us. If you're betting this year and you want some more wins, then listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're going to be picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get podcasts. So we've got to talk about the Detroit Red Wings. I don't know that anyone is expecting much of anything from the Detroit Red Wings this season. It's going to be one of those games, I think, that Columbus Blue Jackets fans feel like is a gimme. Uh, which, you know, you never know. Um, I feel like it's one of those games that could be easy to lose because people underestimate them. Uh, which is probably what happened last season with Montreal and Boston, who I believe both failed to win a single game against the Red Wings last season, which is a fun a fun little stat. Um, they have made some, some key additions. Uh, they've picked up Mark Stahl and John Merrill on defense. They've picked up Bobby Ryan on right wing. Uh, Vladislav Domestnikov uh, is going to be center for them. Uh and uh, they've picked up Thomas Grice, who should, you know, give them a big a big boost in net. Uh, they've lost a couple of pieces as well. Jimmy Howard is not with them anymore. Uh, Brendan Perlini, Trevor Daly, Justin Ablocator, they've all gone to various teams. Uh, so it's going to be a very different-looking Detroit Red Wings, uh, but I don't know that they will be any better. Um, I think... This season is going to be another little bit of, not like a tanking season, but a season that they're basically treating as a wash. I think a lot of the younger players will either get playing time or, you know, they'll they'll continue to develop. Um, I don't think anyone's expecting great things from the Red Wings, let alone, you know, Steve Eisenman, uh, Jeff Blashill. Uh, so... You know, it's it's going to be, it should be 16 easy points for the Blue Jackets. However, we have a tendency to play at the level of our opponent, and so I think they'll probably make that game a little bit harder for us than it really needs to be. Obviously, the Red Wings have got, you know, they've got guys like Dylan Larkin, who had 53 points uh, in 71 games last season, uh, which I believe was better than anyone we had. I think our leading scorer was uh, Dubois with just under 50. Um, so, you know, we probably shouldn't say too many things about them. Um, but, you know, if they can if they can get some scoring, they might, they might be, you know, half decent. Uh, I know Jonathan Bernier basically clung to every single game by his fingernails and, you know, did okay. Uh, I don't think Jimmy Howard won a single game last season for them, uh, which means all 17 of their wins would have come from Bernier. And uh, from what I remember, he had a decent a decent save percentage considering the abysmal team that was put in front of him. Um it's going to be, uh, that's going to be a fun rivalry as well. Uh, obviously, you know, Ohio State and University of Michigan have a whole thing 
Michiganers don't like people from Ohio and vice versa. Uh, so, you know, playing playing a lot of games this season could be a really fun kind of rivalry development. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think they're going to be fun games to watch. I think we'll probably start off not that strong against them. Uh, and then we'll realise, oh, actually, no, we do need to try to to beat them um and yeah it should i would be surprised if we lose more than two games to them but you know once again they managed to take they managed to take eight wins last season from montreal and boston combined so you know 18 of their 17 wins came from two teams uh, I believe we won all of our games against them last season, but that's not saying anything. Uh, they are going to be a slightly different team, uh, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what, how their how their game kind of shakes out. Uh, like I say, I still don't think they're going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to be challenging for the playoffs. Um, but I don't know that they'll be, you know, at the bottom of the division necessarily, you know. Chicago is probably going to be pretty bad this season. Who knows what Florida's going to do? We're going to talk about them in a minute. So, you know, it might not be that the Red Wings are guaranteed bottom of the Central. Um, however, if they are, you'd like to think that they would get the what, the first overall pick after getting shafted last season by the Rangers. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I'm excited to watch... The Red Wings, in particular, just because they have they do have a lot of younger players that could be really fun. Dylan Larkin is not necessarily a younger player anymore. I think he's coming up on twenty four, twenty five. Um, he's a lot of fun. He's one of the fastest guys in the league. He's going to be really fun to watch against. Um, you know his old friend Zach Orensky. Uh, it's going to be fun to see guys like uh, the Phillips. Uh, Philip Heitel and uh, Philip Sedina. Uh, they've got one of the Svechnikov brothers. Uh, so it's it's going to be a fun, a fun, a fun young team, if not necessarily a good team. Um, you know, going back to the the advanced stats, uh, I believe uh, Dom Lishishin has a table that splits teams into fun, good, dull, and bad. Uh, and I feel like the Red Wings will probably land in the fun. The fun or bad. I don't think anyone's going to uh, accuse them of being dull. Um, whereas the Blue Jackets will probably end up skating the dull and good line as we so often do. Um, I do wish that we were a little bit more fun to watch. But hey, you know, I'd rather I'd rather have wins than than fun, I guess. Um, coming up in just a minute, we're going to talk about the Florida Panthers, uh, landing place of like 17 Blue Jackets at this point, probably. Uh, but first, let me tell you a little bit about another one of our sponsors, Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar is back. Uh, they have a bunch of great new flavors for you to try. Um, each bar is low in carbs and high in protein. And honestly, they are friggin' delicious. 
Uh, I'm super excited about the new flavors. We've got caramel brownie. We've got cookies and cream. We've got cherry barcia. We've got lemon almond cheesecake. We've got we've got apple almond crisp and my personal favorite, uh, carrot cake. Uh, and I know a lot of these like protein bars market themselves as you know delicious and nutritious, and actually they kind of taste like someone dipped a piece of sawdust into chocolate and just mashed it together but built bar legitimately tastes just like an actual candy bar um and you know as a person who tries to eat healthy but really loves candy bars these are kind of perfect for me uh right now built bar is giving you a free cooler with every purchase while stocks last and if like me your apartment is constantly at like 80 degrees or above and you don't want to have to get up to go to the fridge every time you want a snack these coolers are perfect to kind of live on your desk and keep your built bars in uh, and with the offer code locked on all one word you can get 10 bucks off your first order uh, if you want to watch your weight or you just love treats you know run don't walk to builtbar.com and find a new favorite flavor today this week on the Locked On NHL podcast, get ready for the start of the regular season with Sarah Avampato and the Locked On NHL season preview series. Previews of all 31 NHL teams, division by division, and who to pick up and drop in your fantasy leagues, courtesy of Locked On fantasy host Scott Cullen. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. They dropped the North Division previews yesterday, the East previews are coming today. Tomorrow, uh, we will be getting the Central Division preview, which is us, so if you'd like to hear what I have to say about uh, who's going to be good for the team, who's going to be bad, how I think the season as a whole is going to go, make sure you check out Locked On NHL uh, tomorrow for that. Uh, The Florida Panthers are a strange team. On paper, they should be pretty good. They have, you know, a two-time Vesna winning goalie who for some reason was absolutely awful last season like bottom of the league in safe percentage awful I don't know what happened there they've got you know a almost 80 point scorer in Jonathan Huberdeau they've picked up Anthony Duclair who's got stuff to prove uh Alexander Wemberg can be you know a serviceable serviceable uh center if not you know one that scores a lot of goals they have some good, good players. Uh, Alexander Barkov, uh, Aaron Ekblad, who is much better than a lot of people want to give him credit for. But for whatever reason, they are just not doing the stuff on the ice that they should. I don't know whether it's an issue with the goaltending, but, you know, they couldn't stop a beach ball last season um they scored you know they scored enough goals but uh i don't know if it's if it's a coaching issue or a player issue or what they just are not as good as the sum of their parts i suppose is the is the way to talk about it um frankly i don't rate uh, Joel Quenville as a particularly good coach. Uh, I think he has been boosted by the fact that he had one of the best lineups for, you know, a decade, almost, in Chicago. Um, in the same way that I don't necessarily think that guys like John Cooper are particularly great coaches when you look at the the lineup that he's had. Um you know, it's it's kind of the opposite of Barry Trotz, 
who, yeah, okay, he had a very good lineup in Washington, but then he went to the Islanders, they lost their best player, and, you know, the goalies, we didn't rate them much, but somehow the Islanders were really good when Barry Trotz joined, and, you know, I think that's... There's a weird insistence on giving a team that was bad a team that should be bad but isn't the coaching award but we never say oh this team should be good and they're not and then like blame it on the coach it's always about the lineup um so i I do think part of it is the fact that everyone assumed that panthers were going to be good uh as soon as quenville joined and they obviously were not um i do think that the new gm is uh, obviously it's a familiar face for us, Bill Zito, uh, former assistant GM. He did all of the contract stuff for us, I believe. So the Florida Panthers should look forward to some decent contracts in the upcoming season. Uh, they also picked up Marcus Nudavara, who will, who was one of my like depth favorites on the Blue Jackets. Um, you know, it's. They could be very good this season if Bobrovsky figures out how to play in goal again. I think that's going to help a lot. Adding um, adding Nudavara on D is pretty good. Uh, obviously, they've added Duclair and Hornquist up front. They're probably going to be pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's not massive changes like some other teams. It is little tweaks, and I think that is going to be good for them if they can figure out how to play as a team and how to do the defense thing better than they have been um before we finish off i do want to congratulate the americans for winning world juniors uh that was for someone who didn't really have a like a horse in the game uh that was a really fun game to watch um i was kind of rooting for the americans just because rooting for Canada is not fun um and I kind of enjoy watching watching Canada lose the game that they claim is theirs so you know congratulations to the Americans uh congratulations to Trevor Zegras specifically uh and that's you know what a that was a fun game I enjoyed that congratulations to everyone um really uh, but I think that's that's all the time we have for today. Tomorrow we will finish off our Central Division uh, breakdown. We'll look at the last two teams on my list. Uh, and I may yell about Pierre-Luc Dubois' trade. We'll see. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at jthegoalie, all one word. You can find this podcast at LO underscore bluejackets. Um, if you want to email me, you can do that at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, tomorrow, we're probably going to have a mailbag. So if you have questions that you want me to ask, that is where to send them. Uh, and I will see you tomorrow.